Hi, friends, and welcome to All Things Relatable, a place where stories are shared. It's hard to put a value on a story because the lasting effects it can have are often priceless. An individual's story has the potential to impact our lives in tremendous ways. My hope for you in joining me today is that this episode resonates with you and that you leave enlightened, ignited, and inspired because it only takes one moment to spark a change and leave an everlasting effect. Today, I'm so excited because I get to sit down with my new friend, Talia. It was only about a month-ish ago that we were complete strangers when I reached out to see if she wanted to share a room with me at an event we'd both be attending. A few messages later, and it was all set up. The instant that I met her, I could feel her warmth. And as I got to know her over the next few days, one of the stories I heard was about how she ended up in a career of life coaching. And I learned that Talia's basically been coaching since she was seven years old. So how perfect is it that now she gets paid to use her natural gifts to serve others? Talia, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you, Candice. I've been looking forward to this with you since we got to meet in person. You've just been such a light in my life. And yeah, I'm just, I feel like this is so destined to be, and I can't wait to have this conversation with you. Oh my gosh, the feeling is mutual. As soon as we met, I'm like, yeah, she's absolutely like the perfect podcast guest. I have to have her on, have to share her story. And I just think it's so incredible. Like over those few, we were only together for really a couple days. I don't even know if 48 hours by the time we came and left, but yeah, yeah. I know. I I think it was probably exactly 48 because coming in on a late whatever day that was Thursday night maybe and then leaving super early Saturday for you I mean it was it was quick it was a quick two days but we spent the majority of the full two-day event crying and and then (laughs) talking about it afterwards so yeah it was it was a life-changing event that I feel like a lot of friends like normal friends the friends that you meet out in the world don't ever get the chance to connect on that level. And so like we pretty much escalated our whole like friendship connection <laughs> within 48 hours because we went through so much like internally and like vulnerably. And it was just, it was such a genuine process with you. So I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. It was so great. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's like amazing how like in such little time, um, spending time, like, yeah, like you said, going through that prod process, um, can connect people so deeply in, in just a few short hours. Yeah. So yeah. I want to start here. So you and I didn't know each other when I reached out to say, Hey, do you want to share a room? So what yeah. were your initial thoughts? What were you thinking when this stranger was like, Hey, let's bump together. Yeah. You know, I, I am very open. I'm such an open person and I live very presently. And so what I mean by that is I don't ever like, I don't overthink to the point of, well, what's this about? Or what's their intention? Or I don't, I don't really attach to anything. I kind of just take things and I'm like, okay, so I see you in my DMs and I'm like, that's awesome. And I think it was a voice recording. I think you sent me a voice, a voice message. Um, which I love. Like, I think that is the most personal way ever to pop up in the DMs, like voice message me all day long. And 
you were like, hi there. I saw you commented on Kathy's post, Kathy Peller, which is the event we went to. And I was like, okay, yeah, like you're, you're on top of it. You're observant. And I love that. So yeah, I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. And you know, you looked like a normal human being. I was like, okay, she's not a serial killer. And I feel like I could, I could potentially room with you. Yes. (laughs) Um, And so first vibes were really positive. I loved your page. I loved that you were a podcaster too. We already had so much in common. Um, And so, yeah, we, we pretty much talked for a couple of days after that. And then my friend Arielle and I were already rooming together and flying from Florida out to LA. So I was like, let me just check with her. Let's just, you know, talk about this. And she's very similar, if not more present and like free flowing than I am. And so she was like, yeah, okay, cool. Like let's split the room three ways and like, let's do it. I'm like, cool. So it just flowed. And I I can't even really tell you my thought process because I don't think I had one. I think I was just so free flowing that it was like, and then no second thoughts the whole time. Like I was communicating with you about the room and, you know, payment and everything just flowed and you weren't like, you know, like free flowing with like, Oh yeah, I'll pay you later. You were like, I'll pay you right now. Let's do this. And I'm like, awesome. Everything worked out. And yeah, no second guesses, no regrets, no, no doubts. And it was, I think those are the best times in life when you are just like freely trusting and you're just like, yeah, this, if this is meant to be, it's meant to be. And it was so meant to be. We walk in the hotel room at midnight and you're like in bed, like up, like hi. And I'm like, she's up. This girl is up for us. And she's been traveling three flights today. And just ready to welcome us into our hotel room. Like, what a sweet human you are. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love that. And I love how you say um, that you're just present and go with it. Because so many times we rethink and analyze. And um, I don't know, we put ourselves, maybe even like, what's the benefit for this for me? Or how am I, how is it going to work for me? When when you just kind of go with it. And I feel like, it kind of sounds like trusting your intuition, trusting that it was, you know, that it was a yes. Because totally. yeah, it totally could have been a no, depending on who it was. But if it feels good, sometimes it like maybe doesn't make sense or it comes out of left field. Yeah. But it might be something, something really cool. So we have like this new connection and friendship because you said yes to me hearing a room, which was amazing. And the event that we went to and shared that whole transformation I don't even know how to even put it in words but um what was this event like for you I know it's so hard we went to this event Kathy Heller's I honestly don't even know the name of it because I didn't even care I just signed up (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what the event was actually called it was a two-day live event with Kathy Heller where there's like so much (laughs) magic happening so um why don't you share like a little bit of your experience about like what oh my gosh that is so accurate I I don't even know the name of the event either and and that's the cool part is going with oh yeah I'm so free-flowing and trusting but also Kathy Heller attracts people that I also am attracted to energetically spiritually on the same plane of potential and dreaming and ambition and goals and all of those desires like 
Yes. So that w- that kind of probably had something to play with me saying yes to meeting you in the first place. Um, and you reached out, you felt it too. And it was just so magical. But it is, I will say before we get into the event, I will say being so present is a blessing and a curse because sometimes you're not able to sit down and reflect and connect to the messages you're supposed to kind of receive after going through something. And I say that because being so present within the two days of the Kathy Heller event, coming home back into reality, back into my South Florida lifestyle, my husband and my dog and my, in my home office, coaching, doing my podcast, getting back to real life, quote unquote, which is still my dream life. I am so happy, but it's, it's almost like, wait, I want to go back. I want to stay in that flow state and going back into real life almost felt like hard. It felt challenging. And so my first answer to how the event was for me was so eye-opening to the point of like so many realizations coming in and so many breakthroughs coming in throughout the 48-hour event itself that I was so motivated. I felt so high on life and I was so just excited and ready. Like literally we leave the event and we're outside at the end of the day of the second day. We're like outside all of these women, 200 plus women are just like high on life. Literally we're not on drugs and we're just like high, literally like frolicking around like little fairies, just so giddy and happy and excited on the streets of LA. And it was just, that made me so excited and I was so ready. But then we talked like in, in a group of women, I want to say it was Debbie. We were like, yeah, we can't wait to go home and like spread this love and this energy to the world. And she was like, but love the world back when it doesn't give you this energy back because you're going to go into real life and the world's going to be kind of down, right? It's going to feel that negative frequency. Like it, it can always, you, you get what you look for. Right. And so going into work and coming into coaching and creating content and all the things I was like, oh, this is not the high vibe that I left with. And not to say that life isn't always flowing that way. It can be, but there's this disconnect that you sometimes feel when you're breakthrough after breakthrough and being the light and the vessel and feeling all this flowness and the beauty of it all. And then coming back into a world where you have to even explain that to your husband or your friends or, or even just another human that might be like, Oh, how was LA? I'm like, how much time do you have? And will, will you be able to understand the frequency that I'm trying to show you right now? And you sound a little crazy after because you're just like, everything is beautiful and there's so much life and everything's a miracle. And like, what, there's no excuse not to do what you want. And my husband's like, you're cracked out. Like what is happening? (laughs) You know, I'm just like, I think that that was like my biggest um, takeaway after the event was like, Oh, okay. So we go there for, for doses. We, we sign up for programs. We work with coaches. We go to empowering things to switch our energy levels. So then we can bring that information into our lives daily and practice it. But if you just leave that event and you don't take the pages of notes and you don't implement them and you don't practice these little things that you learned 
and implement them into your lifestyle, they're going to leave you. They're going to just poof. It's going to be like a smoke bubble and you're going to pop it. And it's going to be like, it never even happened. So for me now, I've taken so many notes throughout that whole entire time. And these messages still come in for me of like, oh, yes, we're being the lamp, not the light. We are like holding it. We are showing it. We are being it. We are embodying it. And so many quotes I just still think about all the time. And one of those is on my board, on my whiteboard, which is huge. I'm I'm very similar teacher brain with you. And so I'm like always writing things on a whiteboard. And the quote that I have is, we don't get what we want. We get what we are. And Kathy said that probably like five times. And ever since then, I've been like repeating that and feeling into that. And I'm like, okay, so what then am I? What am I? What are I? <laughs> what kind of energy am I activating and putting out there? And you can easily go down into a darker place if you don't feel ready to be the light and be the vessel and, and be your authentic self which I think a lot of us can go down and that's okay. Cause that's a human experience. But for me, it was like, oh, okay, let's grab this and actually plant the seeds along the way throughout life after the event. And so I don't really know if that answered your question, but I feel like we could go down seven different rabbit holes with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To all of that. Yes. To all of that. I think there's so many good things that you bring to the surface there, like for one, I, I just remember you at the very end of it, you're like, I want to go home. I'm so excited to get home. I'm so excited mm -hmm. to just like, you know, the floodgates are opening. All of these ideas are dropping in. I'm so excited about life. I can't wait to get home and put this stuff into practice. And then you brought up like one of the girls did say, when you go back, not everybody's going to be on the same frequency as you. So, I mean, you can still be at that frequency, but don't be discouraged because other people maybe, you know, weren't, they weren't at the event. They didn't get the same messages. Maybe it's like not their timing or their journey looks different. And it's really hard when you have like a spouse or friends or people who are in your inner circle who you love and care about that aren't really maybe there yet and who knows if they'll ever get there but like you said that it's not I realize it's not like our job or my job to like make someone change or want to change or see the world through like endless possibility or, or however you see it but you can still be this beautiful vibration and they can still show up however they're going to show up but that it's extremely important to continue to I think surround yourself by that energy, however that looks, whether it's like a coach, one-on-one -on -one coach, group coaching program, maybe you're part of like a community where you can keep the light shining and keep the conversation going. Because once that momentum starts and you keep adding to the fire and it keeps um, moving forward and growing, like it's such a beautiful thing. So when you're in that in that magical place and then you get back to like reality like you said or like relationships that you already have then just let people show up as they are and you can still show up as this beautiful light in their life too even if they're not there so I feel like that's so huge yeah yeah and I think it it just 
it says volumes about how bad you want something when you get so motivated, you get so hyped up for it. Right. And, and these happen, this happens daily to anyone. You don't have to go to an event to feel excited and empowered and motivated for something, but motivation does fade. It does. And so does discipline and so does willpower. And these are kind of things that I talk about with clients because I need people to know you are a human. You're going to have emotions. You're going to have feelings. You're not a computer. You're not some software that you can just download and then go, 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 go. And also there, you you have a stop button. You, you have an off switch. <laughs> Computers do too, but it's, it's really, you're not able to consume all the time. And for us to be like, oh, why aren't we motivated today? Or, or I'm consuming this and this is what it's telling me and I need to implement. It's like for me personally, and, and some messages I give to my clients when they're needing it is we have to be able to create instead of consume. And so one of the, the topics that we talked about with the Kathy Heller event, she was like, you have to also create from the inside, not the outside. And so that was a big deal for me because motivation is directly correlated to like creating and you need motivation to create and you also need to create to stay motivated. It's like this, this ever evolving infinite circle, but something that, you know, stops it is consuming other people's content, other people's noises and voices in the world and opinions. And so you have to be very, very clear with whose content you're consuming, where you're placing your energy, where you're placing your attention and your focus. And and for me, it's been super helpful to be a part of Kathy's world, to listen to her messages to, and and then also like turn them off to create my own. Because I know for, for us in the event, we were all taking notes, but one second she would say something, you would take notes. You would write something down. That would be like a hit for you. You got a message from what she was saying, but it came out in your own words and you wrote it on paper. I wasn't writing at the same time. And then three seconds later, you would stop writing. You would look up, pay attention to her. And then she would say something different and it would hit for me. And then I would write something down and it would come through in my own words on my paper. And that happened for everyone, like little sprinkles throughout the 200 of us sitting in that room. And it cre- it started to create a lot of mo- motivation. We were all like, oh, that's what I need to do. I need to send this message. I need to monetize this. I need to send this out. I need to say this. I need to ask this. I need to da 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 And it was just like, oh. and that's why I was so motivated to, to, to come home because I couldn't wait. And now it's just my rebrand launched my... My client offers have changed. Everything is totally lifted off since that moment. And it was just so aligned. And I I just can't make it up. I can't make up stuff like that. It's so, <laughs> it's so miraculous that it's just, it's the most beautiful thing to have these conversations, to be in those rooms, to have these little thoughts come up and then be like, okay, and now I can implement in little different ways throughout my life. And it's just, so cool. So cool that we could share that specialness together. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It was like something else. And I know I've talked to you about, about this before, but it's like the 200 of us in that room, I feel like it'll always be like a special, like it's so special what we all went through because we all understand. We all felt it. We all felt that collective energy 
the connection, the letting go, the expansion, all of it, we all felt it as a collective. And like you said, like, I can't explain into words to somebody who wasn't there, but somebody who was, you could just look at them and be like, yeah, you know, you know, so um, amazing and amazing. And it was like perfect timing for you as you rebranded. So let's pause though, before we get to like your rebranding and go all the way to the back, all the way back to like your childhood when you were seven years old. And so what you're doing now has always been like inside of you. And it's like the most beautiful thing to be able to look back. Cause I feel like when you look back, sometimes all the little pieces are connected and like such so it was such cool ways. So can you talk to us about your seven-year-old self and how you were coaching at such a young age? Yes. Thank you for asking. It's, it's my, my most prized memory to talk about is being in my bedroom at seven years old. And I would always, I literally decorate my office however I want. I decorated my bedroom however I wanted. I would rearrange my bedroom all the time just for change, just for life, just for fun. I changed my office around all the time just for change, just for fun. And there's so many correlations between my life now at 30 versus when I'm seven. And it's just, it's fascinating for me to talk about this because we all have some sort of connection to our seven-year-old self. And I don't, I don't even mean to make that connection. It's just, I know I was coherent enough in the second grade to be helping other people because I was, and you can ask my mom, she's also an entrepreneur herself, but growing up, people would call the house and my friends from school. I was always a girl's girl. I had so many girlfriends. I'm such like a women empowerment type girl. And they would call the house or they would come over and they would be like, I need tell, I need tell right now. Is she available? And it was just always like, yeah, come over or we'll go outside or we'll, we'll stay in the room or, you know, we'll, we'll talk or whatever we needed to do. We did. And sometimes that was just laying outside looking at the clouds. Sometimes that was talking on the phone for a couple hours. Sometimes that was using my little whiteboard because I wanted to be a teacher when I was little And this is why I am the way that I am. Um, And it just all, it all started because I was just being so me. And and I say, so me all the time, like, oh, you're be so you, like, there is no one that can be you. You have different eyes, different thumbprints and different, a compass inside of you that's different than anyone else. And I know that to be true because when we are little, when we are seven years old, we are fully ourselves. We just are, and we want to be until the world tells us not to be or someone quote unquote shits on it and tells us we can't, right? And so for me, I was very comforted in my home. I was loved, I was supported, and I'm so blessed to say that. I had the privilege of having people come over and my parents serve them dinner and and have us all just talk and give them love too. And I helped so many people just by being me that it was, it was unthinkable that I could actually do this as a life, as a career, as a business, because I was just like, this is, I'm just being me. What do you mean? Like the world told me growing up from that point on 
that I had to choose something. And so I chose teacher, right? And then I went to school and I got a degree in education. And then I got another degree in educational leadership. And I just love learning and I loved being a student. I also remember at 14 years old, sitting in Borders Bookstore on the floor in the self-help section at 14. And I'm like, what could you possibly need to fix <laughs> or to be so aware at 14? It was just, it's just so funny to look back on because I'm so, I have books everywhere, I have a book club, like I am so into growth and I, I never have not been. I've just loved people. I've loved learning and psychology and helping and, and really understanding what someone needs at the time. And so from that point on, from the phone calls and the friends coming over, my parents just knew, they knew I was a teacher at heart and a helper. And if you know anything about teaching, which you do, Candice, but anyone listening, teachers don't necessarily tell you what to do. They help you learn to the best of your ability in the way that you learn best. And they teach you what, what you're wanting to learn of that subject. And yes, there's curriculums. Yes, there's standardized tests. Yes, all of that. But in real life, a real coach and teacher, we don't tell. We, we see, are you a kinesthetic learner? Are you this kind of learner? Like, what about, what about vision and this and sight? Like, what tools work best for you? And I was always just trying to learn more about people so that I could better serve them and get them to where they wanted to be and where they needed to go. And it's not on my timeline, it's on theirs. And I would just be like, oh, so it sounds like you just said this. And what if you tried that? And they'd be like, no, 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 I can't do that. I'm like, but you did say that that was important to you. And they would be like, well, yeah. And then they would talk themselves out of it and go backwards. And I'm like, stop. We And so we would start kind of unconditioning them and like unlearning and then relearn the way they wanted to learn. And I've just been, I've just been doing it ever since. And I didn't know what it was called at seven. I didn't know what it was called at 14. I didn't know what it was called until after college, after grad school, maybe at 26, 20, 25, 26, I was like, what's coaching? And I had a girlfriend take me to a workshop once and it was all these amazing, incredible women. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are my people. I had no idea there was, there was groups of like growth communities and people were talking about how to have good communication and habits and, and all these things that I was like, like, I want, I want to know how to help other people with that full time. And so during my job in a educational institution, I worked in universities for over five years in Florida and I loved it. I was coaching. I was advising students. I love people to death. Like, yeah, some people suck sometimes for sure. <laughs> people are mean, but I love humans so much and human connection is everything. So when I was in any job I've ever done, I was coaching. And then I just kind of got this certification for life coaching. I got my master's in education. I was using all of these skills and then being myself. And then I created my business. And it'll be three years in January of 2023 of my business and two, a year and a half of being full-time life coaching. And so with that, it's just been such a beautiful, incredible journey. And I, I still have to pinch myself. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I do. Like I get to do this. I get to have breakthrough conversations 
with humans and help them feel so freaking good. And then also have them take action because I'm holding them accountable. And then like just astonishing results. It's everything to me. (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh. And probably, you know, your friends now probably can look back to your seven-year-old self conversations, sitting outside, looking at the clouds, being coached by you, you know, those phone calls or like hanging in your bedroom helping them along because that's who Mm -hmm. like you are. You're just this person who just wants to help. And is so, like you said, 14 in the bookstore Mm -hmm. in the self-help section. Um, Like that's what you're born and meant to do. So how did you like, how cool that you could do like coaching and all of these different roles as you kind of grew up. And then what did that leap look like to actually get you said you know a year and a half full-time coaching you can pinch yourself it's like you now get to get paid for something that you love to do and have such um you know an impact on so many people's lives so what was that leap like for you to like go in all in oh my gosh and I'm like over here like with chills because that part of my life in July, 2021 was when I put in my notice to my university that I was working for was freaking out, like massive anxiety, massive, like, oh my gosh, I'm not worth it. Self-sabotage. I shouldn't do this. This is crazy. What are you doing? You have a degree in this. You have student loans for this. You wanted to climb the ladder of this world of education and you're going to leave it to do something that's not even regulated or, or like something that's not the norm of, of the path that the world goes on that society follows. You're going to be your own business and you're going to, you're going to help other people that way. That is so insecure. You should, that's so unsafe. And all of these doubts were coming up and I was just like terrified, but equally on the flip side, I was so exhilarated. And I I mentioned this to my clients and my community often, because that's when I know when there's a change that needs to be made in life, or a big decision, one, you already know the answer to any question if it's a decision. If you feel there's an urge in your life there to make a decision, you already know the answer you want. You're just talking yourself out of the answer that you want. That's the only reason we ever have any issue making a decision. Second, <laughs> I know for a fact, anytime I feel exhilarated and terrified at the exact same time, I always go towards it. I always follow my fear especially because of that moment in July of 2021. I remember asking my boss and my boss's boss to set up a meeting. And they were like, what is this about? This is so weird. And I had a great relationship with them. I love them. I still think about them all the time and talk to them on LinkedIn and stuff. But I was panicking. I was thoroughly panicking and freaking out because who am I to do this, right? Who am I to leave this realm that I'm good at, that that I there, there is literally nothing wrong with my job. Like I had great salary, great income, great benefits, great boss, 
worked from home, totally fine, but I'm going to leave. So it was like, what are you doing? And so from that point, I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to leave. And I was probably, I can't even remember. I probably blacked out when I had the actual conversation. <laughs> Excuse me. When I had the actual conversation with them, I don't even remember like what I said because I was just probably freaking out and shaking and just, it was a very impactful moment in my life and I will never, ever forget it. <clears throat> and I also remember, so funny, my voice is like cracking and it never, ever does this because this is something that happened to me. It's coming out through my throat. So one moment while I take a sip. <laughs> so <clears throat> I remember sitting in front of them like we are right now and telling them I'm leaving. And I actually got the most beautiful responses from them. And then later from the entire university, um, I got messages. I was like that people had actually said, why didn't you leave sooner? And in, in not in a mean way, but in a way of like, this is totally your thing because I would do workshops for the university. I would do like, these are customer service trainings. And I would be the go-to person for like event setup and coordination and, and graphics and design. And I would be like helping other employees with their lives and their habits and their relationships. And then students too. And it was like, people were like, duh, we'll go. What do you, okay. Like you, yes. And I remember writing about it. And posting about it and I went live on my social media that day after work and was like I just left my job <laughs> or planning to um but it was it was miraculous for me because they all validated it they they weren't mad they weren't upset they were just like duh like we see it and we've always seen it you're a boss, your CEO, you are a coach, you're a life changer, you're a motivator, and we'll see you back one day for like a training when we pay you to come back as like the life coach. And I was just, uh, just when you follow your fears, oh my God, and this is why I always will, because I know, I know there's so much wisdom to unlock. Like there is a golden treasure behind that that fear that blocks you from doing anything that you don't want to do. I know it's so, so it's so familiar to me because I did it and I left and I, I didn't jump ship. I created my own boat and I, my one girlfriend, she is a life coach as well. Um, coach A. Marie, she was like, I fired my boss and hired myself. And I was like, Yes that that's what I just did too. And so it was really cool to go through that experience and my programs were thriving and I felt so just clear. It was the, the clarity comes after the storm, right? Like everything just kind of purifies and solidifies because you commit to it. And I did and haven't looked back since. Wow. Oh my gosh. What a beautiful story. <laughs> and to have that reaction where everybody else like knew, like, of course, why wouldn't you saw that inside of you too? So I'm sure there's so many people who are listening right now who are thinking, okay, 
there is something that is really freaking scary, but I'm also feeling exhilarated. And I know that like, that this is the path, like I just need to take a step or to leap in, but maybe they haven't done as much. I mean, you've been doing like the work since you were so young and you've been coaching others. So you kind of see the process and understand it. Like, what if there's somebody right now listening that, that knows this is something that they need to do, but mm. they don't internally like really believe in themselves mm. or have other people backing them, seeing it, it in them. Like, what would you say to somebody like that? Oof. Well, I would say first off, no human, no human on this planet doesn't have self-doubt it's not, it's not possible. And yeah, you might ignore it. Yeah. Other people might be more confident than other people. They might have more experience than another person. They might have more credibility, blah, 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 but they probably have doubt in some regard of their life in some way, in some shape or form, their career, their relationships, their sex life, their food, their nutrition, their, I don't care, their body image. It doesn't matter. There's going to be one area out of like the 10 plus categories of your life that you're going to have doubt in. And that's, that means you're human. So yay. But the other thing I would tell a person that is feeling this way is yes, it's normal. Yes. You're, it's a very natural feeling, but the only people that you may look up to and think they don't have self-doubt is they just don't let it hold them back. And, and what I mean by that is using that, using that doubt and that fear and looking at it looking at it in the mirror, looking at it in on paper, looking at it, just feeling it and being like, where, where's this stored? Where am I feeling this right now? Because I know for me, it's, it's usually a feeling of not good enough or not credible enough or not something enough, like a worthy aspect. And so from my experience and many, many, many of my clients' experiences, we go to find facts. We go to find it like to validate that, that truth, which is not true. Your fears and your doubts are not your truth. They're hiding your truth. They're hiding your real results. They're hiding the real you. And when we don't know how to go forward, when we don't know what move to make, you have to just really sit and ask yourself, what do I really want? And what is holding me back from getting there? And if you can honestly list out reasons that hold you back and then look at those reasons and, and seriously ask, is that true? Is that reason true? Kind of what we did in Kathy Heller's event. We we all sat down and we wrote down, what do we really want? You know, and, and then we wrote down, well, why can't we have that? And then every single one of us, we were all writing things down. And we knew as our pen hit the paper, when we were writing down the excuse of why we couldn't have what we had was bullshit. It was literally like, because I'm not smart enough. And then your your other brain, your beautiful brain was like, why? What do you mean? We have a degree. Oh, well, okay. If you don't have a degree, well, you do you think the person that has what you have is not as smart as you? They're a human, just like you. There is no differentness. There is no separateness. 
and you start to kind of talk yourself out of your doubts. And it's a really cool experience to do. And if you cannot do this by yourself or have never taken the time to do this by yourself, ask someone to help you do this. Doesn't even have to be a coach, although I would recommend it be someone who's done the work before, because then you don't want to end up going down a rabbit hole with someone and then leaving being like, well, I'm screwed. (laughs) But working with a coach or someone who has done the real inner work and looked at themselves and their ego and their past and their all of it, their shadows and their beautiful sunrise. It's it's all for a reason. And you have to be able to look at it to go anywhere. So that's that's what I do. That's what I help people with. And it's it's a ruthless, really beautiful, challenging journey. And it should never be done alone, ever. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Like, and it's the inner, it all comes down to the inner work. So with your rebrand, like this perfectly leads right into that because oh, yeah. so you have this new podcast, the True North Podcast. It's all about navigating and recalibrating your own internal compass. And then your brand is Talia Kyra Murbosh, TCM. So like it all, it, it everything, it all, it all comes back to the inner like to yourself. So talk to us about like this rebrand. Why did you feel the need to rebrand? And then talk to us about like what you're doing right now, how you're helping other humans all over the world, like really go inward and follow their compass so they can have like the most beautiful, joyful, fulfilling life. Yes. Yes. So the rebrand process, and and I didn't even know what a rebrand was because I was like, not in that field. I I don't, I didn't study business particularly, but, or marketing, but as you go, as you learn, this is again, about to be three years in my business in January. And I got to a point when I moved back to South Florida, which is a whole nother story in itself of just beautiful God work, um, (laughs) manifesting work, but I moved back down to South Florida and had a realization that I was no longer aligned with my business name. And my business name was Tell's Tips. And it was so cute and it was so fun. And I loved it so much. It was just like a passion project to start. And then I leave my job and I'm still doing it. And it's called Tell's Tips Coaching and doing coaching, doing all of my programs, which are so fun and beautiful. And those, those are still around, but the, the framework and the messaging, I was like, oh my gosh, this doesn't feel good anymore. And, and I had a realization pretty early on into moving here in like maybe June, June, July, August, one of those months, time is irrelevant. I don't even understand time. Um, but one of those past months I was sitting and I was like, this is something needs to to shift for me to feel more aligned. And that's all I do. I work on aligning souls. And what I mean by that is like, I'm not playing God. I'm helping you find God in ways of your true North of your positioning with your own life, with your own purpose in your own way. And I believe we all have our own internal compass, our internal software, where God placed that inside of us with coordinates, with 
a way to feel God's love and God can be different for everyone. It's not about being religious. It's about believing in something unseen so that you can create the life that you're destined to create. And I didn't have the messaging clear because I wasn't giving the right message off. Like I wasn't connecting with my own brand because the messaging wasn't there. It was Tal's tips. Like this is short and sweet life coaching. That is so false. And I was like, what am I doing? This is false advertising. I don't give tips. Tips are short and sweet and quick and they don't change lives at all. And I'm not here having quick little tip conversations. I'm having life-changing breakthrough, miraculous stories going on. And what are, why are we calling this tips? And so the rebrand just blew up and I hired a brand strategist and I did so much more internal work than I probably ever have in the last three months. Um, it was pretty treacherous going through pulling out of myself, which I never really do with another human as often as I used to. As a life coach, I do that for others. I hold so much space and I pull things out. But for me to go through that process with someone else was so cathartic and I learned so much and I finally got my messaging clear and I finally felt aligned with my brand and changed it all. And it just, it just came out and everything is now finalized. It was four months in the making and now it is, it's the true North. It's really my podcast was health tips empowerment podcast and it it was cute and fun and i am not i'm not I, I am super cute thank you but it's not the message i wanted to provide i'm not just another cutesy little life coach giving away tips i'm not and i never ever have been but i was false advertising because it was just a quick little name i came up with that was a relative at the moment and you go through phases and you go through different journeys. And, and I got to the point where I was like, no, I'm Talia Kyra-Murvash. I'm a life coach and I'm a speaker. And I'm going to take you on a journey through your own way. And that in itself made so much more sense to me. And, and I just had to. So, so I take souls, growth loving souls that are focused on, you know, development personally and professionally, spiritually, financially, any way that they're really looking to, to gain and to move and to shift in life and gain alignment, true alignment that calls to them and their own inner way, not the world's way. I'm all about breaking up with the checklist of society. Um, I'm all about, you know, following your magnetic pole, which is where the compass comes in. My motif is all the compass themed because we all have one. Um, and you might be facing South. You might be facing North or Southwest or Northwest. None of it's wrong, but it's yours. And if you don't feel aligned with the direction that you're going or the direction you're in, or even, you know, where you want to go and you're being told, I need to go to medical school and I need to go do this and I need to have a course and I need to sell this. Is that yours? Or did someone just tell you that you need to go in that direction to be successful? Following your own internal compass is all I've ever known. And it's gotten me to this point of understanding life and God more than I can ever put into words. And so rebranding to be able to put into words what I actually do was the most challenging because I help people in ways that words don't always connect. 
for people. It's, it's not a word thing. It's a, it's a feeling. It's a beautiful transformational thing. And so I was like, I need help putting this into words. And, and now I have them and they feel so aligned. And I, I just, I plan to really help so many more people now that the messaging is so clear, they can connect with it too, just as much as I do. And that's, that's been a huge part for me is just how can I possibly help other people if I can't even properly speak about what I do and and now I can, and it's, it's a journey we all might have to go through. I hope you don't, I hope you're so clear and confident all the time, but human wise, I, I have been humanized and I am so empathetic to the process of being a human and it's, it is not forced. It is so with faith and flow. And sometimes that's really, really messy, but it comes out and it's always so beautiful. So that's where I'm at. And all that, how beautiful. And I feel like, you know, like at least for me, maybe some people aren't aware, but the people who I work with, like say like my coach or I I work with a coach one-on-one or Kathy Heller going into her event. I love to work with people who are clean energy, who are Mm. very clear, who do the work, who are consistent, consistently peeling back the layers of the onion. Like Kathy Heller still speaks of, I mean, she's like the most incredible human in the world and she's human and talks about some of her triggers and things that are going on. The coach that I work with, she's got the most beautiful life, but she still has stuff going on. So it's so I just love when people understand that, you know, it's, it's, there's never like a finish line. There's never an end point. There's never one quick fix. There's never one core. There's, there's never one thing that's going to like, okay. And then done. So I love how for you, you felt that misalignment and then, you know, so many people could stay there because it's easy um, and it's uncomfortable but like you said, you reached out for help and you went through this messy process and you got the energy like to this clean, clear space that feels so aligned. The messaging is like right on point. You're doing, you know, now it's now it's so much more aligned. I just feel like for you, like the people who you're attracting to you is even going to be even more in alignment now that you've kind of done the work. So I love that you share that, like that even as someone who is like this beautiful soul that helps so many other people follow their internal compass, dump the checklist of society, like that you still do the inner work and that you, it's, it's like a, a process to like the end. Totally. Totally. And I think it's just, it's a, again, a human experience that we're all going to have to go through in some way. You know, I, I help clients. I don't, I don't do business branding or anything like that, but I do lifestyle rebranding essentially, because we're recalibrating your compass. We're unlearning, we're relearning, we're seeing what lights you up. Have you ever tried playing and creating and discovering and, you know, self-discovery is such a beautiful journey. But when you do it with someone who's done it, they just get it. There's no guilt. There's no shame. There's no, like you said, negative energy. It's just like pure. And, and I've always been this way. I just didn't 
know the the messaging needed to be aligned and until i woke up and was like oh these all of the experiences i did all the coaching i did and all of that it's all the same it's all still the relative but the name and the messaging and the brand and the colors and the, the whole theme was like childish it was like we're we're not we're not here to just you know yes we're here to be playful and youthful and messy and like a child but we're very professional here and and i i make sure that i use all of my experiences and my consulting and coaching and training and skills and i make sure that my clients know that like hey this is a professional business with a person who's so vulnerable and emotional with you and gets to know your name and your dog's name and, and really understands who you are because this is, this is a human. I'm like, I'm in the business of being a human and I don't want ever to be out of alignment with that, but I was, and I didn't know until I looked until I saw, until I reflected, until I had a moment to stop and be like, what's aligned and what's not. And I could have easily been like, yeah, no, it's all good. I could still be doing it. I almost say tells tips like 17 times a day. It's just ingrained <laughs> in my brain, but I'm like, no, we're, we're just us. We're just, we're, I'm just me. And there's no tips, tricks. There's no quick fixes here. This is real life. And I just, I can't put it any other way. It's so clear and crisp and I just hope I can help anyone else with that ever. That feeling of clarity and confidence in who you are in your own element, in your own way, using your own internal guide and navigating your life the way you want to is the whole point of life to me. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. So who is your ideal client? Like if somebody is on here listening and they're thinking like, yeah, you know, I haven't been fall. I don't even know what direction my compass is pointing. Maybe it's like spinning wildly. Um, I don't know what direction to go or how to tap into that. Like who who is an ideal client that could that you work with? Yeah. So I work with a lot of career-driven women. Um, I work with men, but mostly women because I am a woman. I identify as a woman. I know what it feels like to go through the the full woman experience of life. And, and I love that. I really do. But being a human is, we all have that in common, which is great. Um, but my, my ideal set of clients are, are people that are professionally driven. They, they want to help in some way. They want to help change the world. They, they want to be authentically themselves and aligned with every aspect of their life. But they are, before they work with me, not trusting themselves. They don't trust their judgment ever. They feel guilty all of the time or they overthink constantly. I had a, a friend say the other day, she was like, yeah, I worry for a living. That's what I do. I worry. And I'm like, that's hilarious because we we all worry at some things, but to live an anxious life is not living because it means you're not living in the present moment. And so my, my clients, before they work with me, they're not present. 
They're constantly anxious. They're feeling shame, blame, guilt, resentment. They're feeling very low frequency energy. And, and then coming to me, they usually get an ounce of courage because it's freaking terrifying to reach out for help to anyone. Like, I don't care if you're the friendliest person in the whole world, someone's going to be scared to reach out to you. And I get that because I've been the person on the other side, reaching out for multiple coaches and fitness and business and branding and so many other things, but they get an ounce of courage to ask for help because they have no zest for life or they're feeling a little lost in direction and clarity and, and they don't know, they don't know if they need to leave their relationship, leave their town, leave their job or completely shift their, their introspection and, and change something about their habits or how they're viewing something, their perception and their perspectives. It's so open. And that's why it was so hard for me to rebrand because I'm like, who do I help? Oh my gosh. I've helped so many different humans. I've helped 18 year olds. I've helped 66 year olds. I help really in the middle on my sweet spots, 20 to 40 year olds, but it's very much open because life is open and whatever people are needing, they're going to find it because there's something there triggering them to want that. They're, they're, they're coming to me for a reason. And I find out that reason we locate it, we navigate through it and you freaking change it. And it's so beautiful to recalibrate how you view things and, and your situations and just go through life. So yeah, beautiful, beautiful souls that are looking for growth, but don't feel beautiful <laughs> at the moment is who I help. They, they, they don't feel good at first. They don't feel seen, heard, or valued by themselves. They don't enjoy their bodies or their minds. And they come looking to pause and reflect and, and get deeper. Oh, I love that. Like, yeah, so open to, I feel like it kind of connects back to the very beginning to our conversation where I reached out and it just felt right. Like I felt connected to like my intuition was like guiding me towards you and you and your response were like, okay, I'm open. I don't need to overanalyze this yet. Feels good. Energy aligned. So I feel like just as you say this now, I know that's such a hard question. Um, <laughs> like I know <laughs> It's like narrow it down, narrow it down, narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what like the message is. But I feel like even for me, just being on this end, like what I see, and this is just my opinion, is like it's really could be anybody, like anybody who is listening in today that feels that pull, that intuition, that nudge, that like there, there's just something there, like that 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 feeling I don't even know it's like that anxious like oh I gotta do take that courage like that you're really open to helping guide whoever it is that is drawn to you and there's not like a cut like hard black or white it's if you're really wanting to connect back to yourself and follow that inner guidance follow your compass then Talia is open to all of it. So mm-hmm. um, like, I love you. <laughs> I say this every time I talk to you. I love you. I think you're incredible. I think you're like this bright light that is like such a gift to so many people out there. I know we've talked, like we've had conversations about your clients that you've worked in and some of the big breakthroughs that they've had. And 
it really is very apparent that you are like doing exactly what you should be doing in this moment because you are so, so, so aligned and you love what you do. And I feel like it's, it's so such a gift that now you're even, you know, right. You're messaging and your wording and the true North podcast mm -hmm. and your brand Talia Kyra Mervosh is like that's that's you so people can reach out with you connect with you find you at your podcast mm -hmm. and see maybe this is like maybe you just need a little ounce of courage right now to even connect and send a dm to to see maybe if you're a right fit to work with talia and if not just go and follow her because she's an amazing person <laughs> thank you thank you so much i love you too and yeah, you know, we all have our own journeys and our timelines. And I've had I've had people listen to my podcast for like a year before even following me or, or connecting with me or joining my email list. And then I've had people follow me on Instagram for six months to a year to two years and then reach out and be like, oh my gosh, I've been following you for so long. And I you said something the other day that just really spoke to me and I need to book a call with you. And then they do, and then they become a a lifelong client because I'm just like, where have you been my whole life? We align so well. And it's not until the very moment that it it's supposed to connect that it does. And so thank you. Thank you for, for having me on your platform and, and just letting me speak my truth to you and, and share it with the world. That means so much to me. And I just, I hope any message that I dropped during this episode hits someone today because we, we learn so much in life and in conversations, but if you're able to take something and implement it through this episode, that would be so lovely for your life to just start aligning. Just anything you could do, take one little step of courage and reach out to whoever you need to send whatever email and just do the thing, take the action because you only get this life and we're here to refuse to live adult life. Yeah, we'll just leave it right there that's the perfect ending we are not here <laughs> to live a dull life so yes love that thank you for being on and yes loved everything thank you for joining me on today's episode of all things relatable if you know someone that would relate to this episode and get value from it please pass it along also if this episode resonated with you i would love for you to rate review and subscribe